Hello, and welcome to the Own Your Intuition podcast. My name is Kelly Rich, and I am your host. I'm an intuitive soul reader, seeress, writer, and educator. The Own Your Intuition podcast is a place where you will discover conversations on intuition, spirituality, women's health and wellness, and a sprinkling of business guidance for entrepreneurs, creators, and healers who believe in serving from their hearts for the greater good of all beings everywhere. My intention with this show is you either learn something new, you hear something that sparks a deep remembrance inside of you, or you simply receive a healing that helps you to awaken your intuition and the truth within you. To work with me in a one-on-one capacity, in a mentorship, my online school, or an event, go to my website, thekellyrich.com. And of course, you can stay connected on Instagram at thekellyrich. From my heart to yours, thank you for being here. This is the Own Your Intuition podcast. Wow, we made it. We're here. This episode marks four years of the Own Your Intuition podcast. I couldn't be here without you, your love and your support, your place, your anchor in this community. This episode also marks another year, plain and simple. This is the final episode of 2023. And later on in the show, I will be sharing with you a practice I do every single year to discover your word for the year ahead, your energy wanting to come through as a guide. The cool thing about this practice is that you can listen to this episode at any time and apply this practice for where you are. You can apply the practice to your day, to your new week ahead, your new month ahead. Maybe you listen to this episode around your birthday and you do your word of the year then. Because the truth is there's always an energy wanting to come through for us, right? I've done my my monthly letters in your inbox, my newsletter, for years talking about the energy coming through for the month ahead, right? So I've been applying this practice in so many ways, not just at the month of December every year. So just know you can apply this at any time. You can tune into this practice, say, when you're moving through a rite of passage or you're marking a Sabbath like the spring equinox and wanting to tune into the season ahead. This practice is really beautiful and I'll, I'll share it with you soon, but I want to take time to reflect with you on the beginning of this year and what 2023 has really, <laughs> what 2023 is really, uh, I guess, done for us, we could say, has, has given to us, has gift, what 2023 has gifted us. At the beginning of this year, there were actually two words for me that came through, and it was safety and security. And immediately I was like, no, <laughs> immediately no. <laughs> like, is this a mistake? Am I making this up? Da, 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 da. All the, the excuses started coming through. So many, so many things came through around this, but I was so um, resistant, you could say. I was waiting for like the good, 
the good word that I would label, you know, maybe like the word love or the word prosperity or the word health, you know, something basic, something fluffy. And those words are great. Like if that was your word, those are your words that come through for this year. Amazing. Great. But every energy can have a shadow, right? I see this in the aura as well. There is light, but there is also shadow and shadow meaning the lessons that come from this particular energy. And I feel like my resistance with the words of safety and security could have come from the inherent knowing that I had of the challenges that would come from embodying these two words, these two energies. This year brought so many lessons around these frequencies of safety and security in ways that I really just brought me to my knees so many times. And I don't want to say I'm happy this year is ending. I don't want to wish time away, but I am really ready for for 2024. I'm ready for a new energy. I'm ready for a new energy. I'll leave it at that. And I had to face a, a moment last summer where I was followed and I was on a walk by myself and it unlocked this fear in me. And I ended up in that situation, like running for my life, calling my husband who was on his way home from a work trip. And, you know, as I turned the corner, like, right around from my house. At that point, I'm running, sprinting full speed. I saw a neighbor and I will never, ever forget their kindness. And it felt like they were an angel at that moment for me. I was catching my breath. They got out of their car. They were there for me. They stood there with me until I kind of came back into my body and recovered. And it was such a challenging moment that I wasn't really able to see how challenging it was, or I should say stressful it was on my body and my mind and my heart and my soul. And this year I had to really look at the ways in which I needed to to cultivate more safety and security inside and feeling safe in my body safe being safe as a woman and that's the reality i think of being a woman in this world is we could get a thousand women in in a room together and we'd be sitting there for a really long time talking about the ways in which their their level of their healthy level of safety and security was completely taken from them in some way and and I'm not saying I have all the answers and I'm not going to spend time like pretending that I do, even with this year focusing on safety and security and healing. I'm just sharing this to, I'm sharing this to share it, to be honest. I don't really have an, a, like an agenda with it. I, I feel like I need to, so I'm, I'm just doing that. Maybe it's to help one person feel left alone, f- helping one person feel less alone and their own stuff around safety and security. And there are so many times this year where I just wanted to like give up on it all and really had to put my 
patterns of like self-abandon, self-sabotage to rest. And, you know, I want to be clear that there's, there's no, absolutely no amount of intuitive knowing or manifesting that will ever help you avoid the challenges that you're meant to face in your highest good. And I think that's where a lot of these manifesting circles and things kind of like help people feel shittier about themselves is I have a lot of people coming to me like after they kind of exit these manifesting places, we'll just call them. And they feel like they're doing life wrong. They feel like they're not good at manifesting or they're not doing it right. But sometimes we manifest challenges in our lives so that we can grow because you don't, you don't really grow in the same way with the things you label as good as the things you label as hard or bad, right? Or difficult, whatever that word is you use, but there is a, there is an opposite, right? So for example, the lessons you learn from something you may call good or label as good, I'm saying maybe, Okay, I just want to be clear. I'm not talking to everybody like everybody believes this. This is just an example. If someone labels a million dollar check, a surprise million dollar check in the mail as good, you're still going to have things to learn, right? From that money. Maybe you're not used to managing that much money. So you're going to have lessons and challenges around how you manage it. You're going to have to learn how to hold, which is something I talk about in my business mentoring, consulting, and courses. Because I find a lot of people don't know how to hold wealth and they don't know how to hold money, which is also a part of safety and security. It's the same energy I've been working with all year long. And then that same person may label a really big bill in the mail or a financial setback as bad. And maybe if they've been believing that those things they label as bad means they're not manifesting right or their thoughts are trash or whatever it is. And sure, their thoughts may be trash. I'm not saying they're not, but that's not the point. That's not the point of this. If you're meant to discover the challenges that come from that financial setback so that you can learn how to hold wealth, how to avoid those situations in the further, that becomes a blessing, right? For me, that moment I was running for my life in my neighborhood, feeling like I was being followed by this man, which I was, it unearthed things inside of me that I thought were already fully healed. Even though someone may label me, myself, I may label that experience as a what the fuck moment. Why is this happening to me? Why did this happen to me? Did I not manifest? How did I manifest this? Right? I think I want to take into 2024 less of that language. Why did I manifest this? How did I manifest this? I manifested this, right? And both of the like positive tones and the negative tones. What if I started looking at the things happening to me in my life, happening for me in my life as blessings? What if everything is a blessing? Some of them are just harder to see than others. For example, a month and a half or so before my eighth birthday, my father was murdered. Now, if we're applying that same logic of manifesting, how did I manifest this? Look at what I manifested. 
Would you tell a seven-year-old little girl that she manifested her father's murder? You probably wouldn't, right? Maybe if you're an asshole. (laughs) Maybe if you're an asshole, you might. And sure, we could get way far out there with looking at my birth chart and karma and all of these things, but putting all that to the side, that was one of the most difficult challenges I've had to overcome mentally and emotionally spiritually on all levels of my being, I've had to really heal in ways that, you know, I know crushes souls and it did crush my soul for a long time. I wasn't even really living in my body for many years of my life. It felt like I was always like kind of watching my life happen because of the the experience and the just the caliber of my my childhood in a way. And as I've done a lot of work and had a lot of help and a lot of support and gotten older and been able to see things in a different light. And I can see now that there's a huge possibility that I wouldn't even be sitting here without the way my father died and and all the things that I experienced as a really young child. I think that sometimes the things we label as bad are actually some of the biggest blessings. They shape us into the the people that we are. And I think it's really hard to not have compassion when you've had your spirit chiseled down at times in life and you, you just feel like everything's crumbling. When you come out of that, when you stand up, you are always stronger. You are always stronger and your feet are always ready to support you in your next phase and the next threshold that you cross. Even though I understand the fear that comes with all the the change and the mystery and the darkness and the unknowing, the challenges, the setbacks, trust me, I know. But I wouldn't be where I am today and neither would you. You wouldn't be where you are today without those really fucked up things that happened. And I'm not saying that they were right or if anyone harmed you in any way that they get a free pass. I'm not saying that. But I'm talking about your heart. And I'm talking about your spirit and how resilient you are. No amount of manifesting will ever, ever prevent you from walking through the storms that were created just for you to walk through. Because the person you are when you come out from the other side of that shit the world needs that person. And we might not know, we might not see exactly why the world needs that person. But somewhere the universe does, the trees do, the forest knows, I believe that, the sun and the moon, they know, the stars, they know. Our soul knows. I think 2024 is the year of the soul. More and more people come back to the truth of who they are. What if life is always working out for you? The soul knows that. I think that's why it's so important in 2024 to focus on all the things, all the circles and communities and places and practices and routines and rituals and ceremonies that bring you back to you. Bring you back home to you, to the truth of who you are and why you are here. And sometimes why we are here is to experience challenges. 
so we can grow. Right? It's like if a child who's learning to walk is always picked up when they fall. They'll never learn how to stand. They need to learn how to stand again. Let them fall and let them get back up, even if it takes them 30 seconds longer than you'd like. We need to learn how to stand on our own two feet and centered in the soul in 2024. Safety and security I see now. I have to feel secure and I have to feel safe in order for me to be even more anchored to who I am so I can fulfill the job, the role of my soul. Challenges included. No amount of intuitive knowing or manifesting will ever prevent you from experiencing the challenges you are meant to face. What if you said to yourself right now, maybe especially if you're going through some type of challenge or setback or pain, right? What if you said something like, everything I'm experiencing right now is in my highest good and in the highest good of all. Out of this challenge is growth, is wisdom, is goodness. I am safe. I am secure. Hmm. And maybe you don't want to say that, and that's fine too. That's your prerogative. But I know for me, as I said those words, I felt my chest expand a little bit, my heart get a little bit brighter. And that's the type of energy I want to to cultivate and bring into 2024. So as we reflect on this year, what, what was your word? Did you do a practice? Did you have a word or an energy come through for you at the beginning of 2023? Maybe you were in my last year's event where we did this together. What was it? And if you didn't do it, take the time now to think back on what happened this year. You can do this intellectually, like just kind of scanning. Like What were the themes of this year for me? And then you can also intuitively scan the year. What comes up? Is there a word that comes up, a feeling, an energy, a color? You can pause this if you would like and take as much time as you need. And then what's something that you want to remember from this year? What's one piece of wisdom you would like to bring with you into 2024? If you want to write it down, go ahead. And what is something from 2023 you would like to leave in 2023. Maybe it's a person. (laughs) I got a couple of those. I'm going to leave you there. (laughs) If you would like to catch up with me and ride this frequency, I'll be here. Otherwise, I wish you the best and I send you so much love. 
Perhaps you need to do something like that in order to cultivate safety and security in your own essence. Maybe it's something else. Pause this if you need to. Who is someone in 2023 that blessed you in some way? Trust the first person you think about, the first face you see, the first name that comes up. Trust the first person. Who was it? Tell me. Say their name out loud. Good. Now I want you to send a thank you. Even if you don't know their name, maybe it was a stranger that blessed you. Send a thank you from your heart. Just imagine the frequency of gratitude pooling in your heart. And that frequency of gratitude spans across your chest, into your shoulders, down your arms, and out your hands. And the universe and the element of wind comes to the space you are in, gathers that gratitude, and sends it to that person. If they are available for that blessing you are now gifting to them, trust they receive it. If they are unavailable for that blessing, trust the earth will receive it. Take a very deep breath in and a very deep breath out. Who is someone from 2023 that maybe you want to give more attention, love, care to in this new year? or this new month, or this new day, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this episode. And that person could be an entity of some kind, like your business, or an aspect of your business. It could be your mother, your animal. Maybe you need to take your animal out for more walks. Your dog, I don't know what other animal you'd be walking, your snake. (laughs) Your cat, I know some people walk their cats. I don't know if I would ever do something like that, but people do it, and that might be you. Your animal out for walks, jeesh. I don't know, if you walk some other type of animal, you let me know. <laughs> Your tiger. But for real, what what is someone or something you want to bring more love, attention, and care to in 2024 that maybe... As you reflect back on 2023, you wished you had done better or had more time for or whatever, whatever you insert into that blank space. And how will you commit to that person or that thing? Right? So for example, if you, let's talk about it from a business standpoint, maybe you neglected getting a bookkeeper this year which I know a lot of business owners do sometimes. And you were doing your own books, but maybe you have this feeling that you're missing out on some tax benefits or your books are a little bit messy. This year, perhaps you're being called to hire a bookkeeper to put more energy and attention into that. So the action that you would do is you would write down and say, the first week of January, I'm going to research and look up bookkeepers in my area and reach out to them. So you're creating action here. And then finally, 
let's tune in to your body. Let's take a moment and notice how you feel. As you reflect and you look ahead, there is so much beauty when you reflect and move on. You process and you integrate and you create space for new experiences and new frequencies to come through. Now I want you to tune in to the callings that you had in 2023. And again, if you're listening to this episode another time, you can replace 2023 with whatever number or phrase or word day of the week that you want. How did you honor these callings? So what were the action steps you took to honor these callings? And maybe you had callings you didn't act upon. And if that's true, which ones, maybe all of them, who knows, only you do, which ones want to come into 2024 for you to create action on? Pause this if you need to. I'm not going to say that again. So at any time you want to pause the episode, please do. The next thing I want you to reflect on is what is something you wished you had done or experienced this last year? And again, trust the first thing that comes through. Try not to stew on this too much for the sake of the practice. First thing, what is it? Write it down or let the body show you. Let the mind, the heart show you. Did you have a favorite book or show or song this year? What's the first thing that comes up? How do you want to live your life in 2024? And what is, what is something or someone you need to forgive so you can free yourself as you cross this threshold into a new year? And to shake this up a little. What's one thing you love about yourself? Come on, go ahead. What do you love about yourself? Good. Okay, this next section, I'm going to say a phrase and leave it open-ended. I'll give you an example before we actually get into it. But I want you to rapid fire, trust the heart, trust the first things that come out of your mouth. Ideally, you say these out loud. If you're in a writing practice right now, that's beautiful. You can write them down. But I recommend that you also say them out loud as you write. 
think about this as the body knows, the heart knows, the soul knows. Trust the first thing that comes out. So for example, my name is blank. And then you'd fill in the blank. I'm not going to say blank when I say these things, right? So as an example, my name is... And when I stop talking, what is your name? What's the first thing that comes up? Maybe it's a completely different name. Who knows, right? Maybe it's like your alter ego name. Just trust. It's probably your real name, but I'm just doing this for the sake of that exercise. So complete the following sentence. This year will be... In 2023, I accomplished In 2024, I want to accomplish In 2024, I will own my intuition by doing. In 2024, I will learn or study about. place both hands on your heart. If you can't do this for whatever reason, just imagine your own soul caressing your heart. Feel yourself anchoring down, down, down into your heart. Feel your true essence activating, awakening in every cell of your body. Feel all the ways you may copy others, look to others for how to live your life, how to create. See any of that crumble and fall like dead skin shedding, sloughing off of you. See your true essence, your true nectar shining and guiding you into 2024. It's okay to go against the grain. It's okay to not say what everyone's saying, say what everyone wants you to say, wear what everyone wants you to wear. What if 2024 is the year of the soul? What if? That's how I feel 2024 coming back to what is important on a soul level, listening to your soul, and embodying the quality of your soul, weaving your soul to your body. When you imagine 2024 as the year of the soul, what are you doing? How are you living your life? How is the soul asking you to make changes? What do you see? Trust everything coming through for you right now. 
How can you step into your potential, your soulful potential? Not the potential the government wants from you, not the potential your parents want from you, not your potential other institutions want from you. What is your own soul asking from you? Asking for you. What if you started looking at reaching your highest potential in life as simply uniting with your soul? Because when you're tethered to your soul, everything becomes a little bit more clearer because the soul is now guiding you. There's no external force to lean on or pay or seek out. think there's a little bit of sovereignty here coming through for 2024 as well. So now that we're in this space together, what is the first word and energy that comes through for you for 2024? What's your word? Trust what comes through. Be with it. Stay with it. Take a very, very deep breath in. And a very, very deep breath out. Don't try to figure this word out. Don't try to figure this energy out. Tell the ego to take a seat. Allow your intuition to open and to expand and to guide you. Let your soul guide you this year. If you're still here, you are such a seeker. And I realize the more and more I do this work, the more I want to surround myself with seekers. Seekers of truth seekers of their own light, seekers of love and of healing, insight, wisdom. I feel like I want to surround myself with these types of seekers because in so many ways I am, I am that. (laughs) I am a seeker too. And seekers need seekers and their community. And I'm just so, I'm humbled and I'm, I'm also sad that I have new callings coming through because that means that endings are happening. And this year, you may know that I closed the doors to Bug Light Yoga, which I've been running successfully for eight years. And this year is the sixth and final round of the Own Your Intuition course. And people have been asking me everywhere why I'm ending the course. And the answer is really actually very simple, but still difficult. I'm being called to put my energy in other places and spaces and every single round of Own Your Intuition is completely different. It's not like I'm teaching the same course over and over again. It takes a lot of time and energy and and of my own unique essence into this experience. I truly believe you will not find anything like this course anywhere ever in a book because it's something that 
really comes from within, but I'm tuning into the essence and the energy of each individual group and weaving the modules and the course materials into that space. This year, I feel more priestess and shamanic energy wanting to come through and facilitating from this space more than I ever have in any module. And it feels like the final chapter of this course kind of coming to a head. We're reaching that final rung of the ladder, the final layer of the light beam coming down that's helping me to facilitate this course. And if you in any way feel called to learn about really how to read energy and to access the truth of you and want to be in a sisterhood of other seekers that are interested in similar things and of course we'll get into things like Akashic Records initiation and how to read past lives, discovering your own past lives. We'll talk about the priestess path, what that means. I do a rite of passage womb ceremony which I believe every single person with a womb could benefit from. There are so many portals of live modules, integration materials, healing resource library. There's so much in this course and we begin on February 6, 2024 and I'm so proud of what happens in this course. The number one piece of feedback is that the Own Your Intuition course is life-changing and I just, I take that straight to my heart because teaching the course is life-changing and facilitating every single piece of the course has changed my life. So it's just really great that we're all experiencing that together. There's an actual rumbling happening in my room right now as I'm talking about this. I don't know if you can hear it. I think it might be from the dryer (laughs) that's going on maybe. I don't know, but it kind of feels fitting to what I'm talking about. Own Your Intuition course is like a rumbling of the soul. It's a, it's an invitation from my soul to yours to activate your intuition, the truest part of you. I have people who completely change their lives after this course and start successful six-figure businesses and people in the course hire one another for their own services. And it really is a magical transformative experience. And if you're interested in reading about it, you can go to my website, thekellyrich.com or just click the link in the show notes and there is another ending coming maybe you can sense what it is i'll be announcing it in the next episode now the rumbling stops (laughs) as i stop talking about own your intuition (laughs) Uh, okay let me come back so there is another ending happening and i'll be announcing it in one of the january episodes. So stay tuned. You're definitely going to want to hear what it is. And I'm so thankful for you for being a part of this community. I wish you such a healthy and happy new year. And, you know, I know a lot of people like don't really like the, the new year, new you energy, but I'm really into it this year, actually. Like new year, new me, new year, new you kind of feeling. It does feel like that when I tune into 2024 as the year of the soul. And we do change. There is a new us when we tether to the soul. There, There is a new layer of us that comes forward when we decide to stop getting in our own way and stop discounting our feelings and we start to really listen to our own inner guidance rather than everyone else. You are a new person when that happens. So Honestly, I hope this happens. My wish for the world is 
Every person awakens to the truth of their own soul, their own unique energy. Because when that happens, healing happens, peace happens, unity happens. We start to experience new innovations and creations from the artists and the engineers on the planet. We start to see original work coming through rather than just regurgitated shit. Yeah, my wish is for the world to tether to their own souls and to see how connected we all really are. Blessings to you and I'll see you in the new year. Take good, good care of that beautiful heart of yours and may you surround yourself with people who love you and respect you. Thank you for being a part of the Own Your Intuition community. Be sure to subscribe to the show to stay up to date on all the fresh new episodes coming your way. If there was something you loved from today's podcast episode, please share it with your friends and your loved ones. You can tag me at the Kelly Rich on Instagram. Writing your review and sharing the podcast is a great way to practice reciprocity. I appreciate you sharing the love. I look forward to connecting with you very soon.